0: Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, Well, recently, Ross Coulthart, the Australian reporter and investigator, uh, the person who interviewed David Grush recently for News Nation, uh, he was on another interview. He was getting interviewed himself in this one. This was with Kurt J. Mungle of Theories of Everything, a very popular YouTube channel. And uh, there's a lot of things. It was a pretty long interview. I'll leave the link for for this so so you should check it out because it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, but during one portion of that, uh, he, Ross was talking about possible disclosure, and uh, uh, he has a very pessimistic viewpoint of that. Anyway, here's a little clip from that interview with Kurt J. Mungle, uh, that Ross, when Ross Coltart makes this statement. No,
1: the simple fact is that um, I don't think there's the political will at the moment for this to be made public i don't think you're going to see what a lot of people in ufology dream of which is the president standing up at a lectern and saying ladies and gentlemen we are not alone Uh, i I don't think the world is ready for that at the moment or at least that's the view of the pentagon and the intelligence community and i think it frankly suits strategic objectives of the united states to maintain national security dominance uh, that it keeps the fact of recovered technology confidential And I do think there's a strong likelihood, if not probability, that this will all be put back in a box, that there will be quietly um, uh, changes made at a very high level in Congress to ensure that um, the Gang of Eight, at least, is briefed properly about this. The Gang of Eight is a group of, um, I think it's nine very senior members of Congress who are selected because of their seniority to be briefed into the most sensitive secrets in the U.S. government. And um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if a decision was made that, yes, we admit the existence of this program to that committee and we um, we uh, keep it all off the books for now because this is extraordinarily sensitive.
0: So there you go. I guess we might as well all go home because it's not going to happen. Uh, that's what Ross Coulthard says. Uh, and actually, just up until recently, I pretty much felt the same way. Uh, I was starting, starting to feel maybe that we might be moving in that direction and maybe even this year. I mean, we do have some hearings uh, supposedly going to happen actually as this month, July, uh, where some whistleblowers are supposed to be going to Senate committee hearings, House committee hearings, and possibly even testifying doing in public venues where we can get to watch them live on TV as they are asked questions. Uh, we'll see if that happens. I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're all sitting back with bated breath. Uh, But, you know, I guess in a way, after all these years, 76 years at least of this cover-up, I mean, I guess uh, we we really have to take a step back and take a breather maybe. Maybe Ross is right on this one because – I mean it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. For I mean it's going to we we're relying on people in Congress really right now. I mean that's basically our best hope to keep pushing this. We need them to push this. They we need them to be calling whistleblowers in and having them testify and hopefully we need to have them testify in public venues soon. Uh is that going to happen or are they going to be discouraged by at some point? I, uh, is the world ready for disclosure? Is, well, will it ever be ready for disclosure? That's my answer. I'll answer uh, uh, that question with another question. Because is it, will we ever be ready for disclosure? I think now is as good a time as any. Uh, but I, I felt like usually, as people know, people who have been following my podcast uh, over, the, you know, I've, for the longest time here, I've been pretty much thinking that we're not getting going to have any kind of disclosure. I'm very, I'm very pessimistic too. Until recently, until after the Grush uh, revelations, but uh, more so after hearing that there are other whistleblowers that uh, have been talking to Congress and. Uh, that makes it a little bit more different to me. Uh, that's, that that changes the game. So that's why I was thinking maybe perhaps this year uh, there have been other people out there in this world uh, who talking about this. For instance, just on uh, Richard Dolan was talking about the possibility that we might be marching toward that uh, uh, that reality that they're going to actually finally disclose this. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm still keeping an open mind despite of what uh, Ross is saying here. But, you know, obviously I felt the same way as he did about this for the longest time. A lot of people out there do feel like we're marching toward disclosure. I, uh, for a longest time, I was not one of them. But with the re- recent revelations, and particularly the fact that uh, there, there, there are other whistleblowers stepping forward, well, Uh, that changes my opinion right as for the time being of course you know we'll see how things go i guess at some point i might be sitting here with egg on my face and be very upset that nothing happened i mean it might be we might be ringing in the new year 2024 and we're still in the same situation uh then as we are right now we'll see but anyway he was attacked for his comments of course by the debunkers of course the the biggest debunker of our age Mick West who uh, at some point in the future will be uh, moving into the dustbin of history because he's gonna become completely irrelevant once the truth comes out because of course a lot of us out there already know that there's most certainly an extraterrestrial presence here on this planet there's beings that are non-humans uh, that possess technology that exceeds anything that we have and he's gonna look like a total fool and he's gonna the, he'll be exposed for the disingenuous fool that we all most of us know that he already is but uh, he had to be he had to get cocked about this on uh, on Twitter and he responded to this uh, to Ross uh, this belief that, no, that disclosure is not going to happen uh, and anyway uh, here's what Mick West wrote about this on Twitter he says here Ross Coltart predicts that despite all the whistleblowers testifying to Congress about flying saucers in hangars at Lockheed Martin there will be no actual disclosure of evidence of extraterrestrials maybe his story simply isn't as good as he thought it was Uh, well, uh, actually Ross responded to that and he says, completely dishonest. My comments were clearly about a Congress's willingness to publicly acknowledge the growing likelihood of a secret crash retrievals program. It was not a concession that that Senator Marco Rubio first-hand evidence of senior officials is supposedly weak, uh, no. So he's, he, so he's saying that it was completely disingenuous and there was a lot of other people, uh, that were saying the same thing to Mick and, uh. Of course, uh, and Mick responded back to him saying, "The mystery's representation here is yours. You are predicting no disclosure. That was your comment. I suggest that is actually because your your story is weak." So he's saying that his story is weak. How is this story? How is anything that Ross Coltart's been talking about recently weak? How is that possible he has he had a whistleblower that he was talking to on that he interviewed on news nation that everyone across the world has been talking about he's been talking about all these different things he's been in, he's been researching this stuff for for a long time now and he's and he's doing everything he can to try to get to the bottom of this and and put and he's actually a, a disclosure proponent yeah now, now how is he how is his story weak how is this story of, of non-human intelligences on this earth weak in any way the only thing that's weak, Mick, is you. You, Mick. So- Sorry, old man. Sorry. Better luck next time. I mean, this gets you angry, doesn't it? I mean, this guy is just a clown. All of these people are clowns. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's... We're going to find out, I guess, you know, this summer. Are we going to get anything? Are we going to get somewhere? I don't know. Again, Ross Coulthard, you know, he, he has connections that most of us don't he's talking to people on the inside the feeling he's getting right now is that uh we're not going to get anywhere we're not going to get anything the disclosure is is going to be staved off at least for the time being that's what i got out of what he said and he could be right i felt i feel the same way most of the time except just until recently as many people know i was saying that i think there might be a chance we'll have to see but i just don't know I mean, they, 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 there's an effort, obviously, there's people that do not want this to come out for a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons, and uh, I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of other other things in that interview that uh, Ross had with uh, Kurt J. Mungle that was also interesting, he's talking about, like, how this started and everything, like, uh, how this, he believes it was a mistake, that something happened in the past that allowed this cover up to to become what it is right now i mean my belief is is my personal belief is what has happened is that sometime in the past uh, the government basically gave uh, carte blanche to defense contractors to handle this situation to basically take it out of the hands of the government and make it a, a, a hand, and hand it over to private contractors have them work on it secretly and if they come up with anything they'll let the department of defense know Basically, if anything ever lands or crash lands or whatever, anything's ever found, uh, the, the, the Pentagon will alert the this defense contractors, whoever's, who is, whichever ones are involved, right? Halliburton, Lockheed Martin, whoever, right? Alert them to it, and they send in special teams to recover these things, take it back to where their secret locations, study them, try to reverse engineer them, and and keep it a secret from the public. That something like that has happened in the past. That's what that's how I see it. Something most certainly happened in the past because there's most certain there were how many people over the decades that have actually talked about this publicly uh, again starting, starting with Roswell we know that there's been a cover up for a long time and I think over time it turned into this thing where uh, no, no matter how many Freedom of Information Act requests you file you're never going to get any kind of information because the government doesn't have anything they don't have anything. So it doesn't matter like what people like John Greenwald from the Black Vault, right? He could file all the Freedom of Information Act requests he, he wants, right? You'll get some documents sometimes that talk about UFOs. A lot of them will be blacked out, right? However, there'll be nothing in there about crash retrievals because guess what? The government's not handling that aspect of it. Somewhere in the in the past, right, all of that stuff was handed off to some somebody else, the secret control group, which I believe is comprised mostly of people representing defense contractors, right? And it's all private, right? It's, 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 the public doesn't have any right to look at that, the way things are set up. That's how I think uh, this thing has uh, been arranged somewhere in the past. Uh, there was some talk in, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in the recent edition of uh, Forbidden Knowledge from Jacques Vallée, or excuse me, Forbidden Science by Jacques Vallée, There was some discussion about this that it might have been Richard Nixon back in the early 1970s who made it even harder uh, to for anybody within the public to try to dig out information about UFOs and crash retrievals and anything to uh, to that effect. So who knows? I guess we'll hopefully we'll know at some point in the future. But uh, and hopefully Ross Coltart is wrong about everything here. Uh, But again, I'm with them. I mean. I mean, bring it, bring it. He's basically he's trying to bring everyone down to earth and keep the keep your expectations low because we know how this game works. We know how it's been working for a long time. He's probably right, and maybe we shouldn't get all worked up about this. Uh, I I got a little bit worked up recently, like I said. Uh, maybe I need to pull it back a little bit, but I'm still somewhat uh, enthusiastic that something might still happen. The, with the fact that some of these whistleblowers might be testifying publicly, that might just No, hopefully maybe burst the bubble we're going to find out however there are some other issues with whistleblowers and uh, (laughs) there's another story that came out uh, just recently and we're going to have to talk about that Uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, and we will be right back another day is here and you're ready
1: for it what to wear? check breakfast, lunch and dinner? check planning for what's next and how to save for it? that's where Bank of America can help
0: Okay, we are back. Uh, now, there's another story from uh, this reporter, Matt Laszlo, who, from askapoll.com. This guy's really been, I've been talking about this guy a lot recently, right? He's been having a lot of different articles on here. It's very interesting. Uh, uh, so, uh, here, and here's another article that, he's, that he just released. Uh, this was on June 30th. Ex- exclusive, Oversight Chair Comer says some UAP witnesses are have failed background checks. So that's not good. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, apparently, some of the whistleblowers, according to this article, I'll get into the article here in a second. But some of the whistleblowers that Congress has been talking to behind the scenes, uh, they did background checks on them, and the background checks showed that uh, maybe we shouldn't be interviewing these people. I guess some things turned up that make it look like these witnesses aren't aren't good witnesses. Uh, and there's a theory about who these who's who these witnesses are, where they came from, and I'll, I'll get into that too. Uh, And I I happen to uh, believe that the theory is probably correct, but uh, that's only a theory. Anyway, let's read some of this article, and I'll leave the link for this so you can check it out for yourself. Again, hey, I want to say before I do read it, hey, Matt Laszlo, keep up the great work, man. You're really uh, filling in some holes here for us, giving us some information that we otherwise probably wouldn't be getting. It says here, while UAP whistleblower David Grush was vetted and found credible by the Inspector General, House Oversight Committee... Uh, Chairman J- uh, it just says House Oversight Committee James Comer uh, says some of the he's a one of the leaders of the committee says some of the other witnesses House Republicans wanted to testify on UFOs are being replaced after quote some issues end quote were flagged during their congressional background checks. It's pretty amazing. Some of the background checks were getting back on some of these folks. Comer exclusively tells Ask a Poll. I know that we had to reshuffle the deck on a few witnesses because of some issues. <laughs> While it's still unknown why some potential witnesses are being replaced, from how Comer describes the nature of the problem, it seems they weren't deemed security risks, but rather political risks. Let me just stop there. That sounds bad, folks. That sounds bad. Obviously, some things popped up that's going to probably make some of these whistleblowers that the Congress has been talking to behind the scenes look like a complete absolute nuts. Do, do I think that these are the same whistleblowers that David Grush is talking about? I don't think so. I think probably, he was talking about people inside the government who were actually working on some programs. Uh, maybe he did talk to a couple of these people, but uh, I think the people that we're talking about here aren't involved directly at this point. Anyway, continuing here. It says here, a direct quote from Comer says, an old trick and oversight is whoever the minority witness is or whoever the majority is, first thing the other side does is background checks on them to see if they've ever been accused of being a racist or if they have a felony, Comer says. 99.9% of the time, nothing comes back. (laughs) Uh, And then (laughs) Laszlo points out that this seems to be that 00.1%. Still, Comer says former intelligence officer Grush seems credible to him and investigators. He says House Republicans hope to hear directly from him and the others, quote, as quick as we can get the witnesses set up. So here's another direct call from Comer it says, so representatives Tim Burchette and Anna Polina Luna on my committee are the two that are kind of taking the lead in that. It's interesting. It's not an issue I'm an expert in, so I don't know anything about it. But apparently Burchette and Luna are, 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 so they're really excited and our staffs are real excited about it. And then he has the entire transcript of his interview with this guy. So again, check out matt laszlo's website ask a poll he has the uh, there's more more to this but uh anyway on twitter i just want to say before i even go to twitter here i just want to say yeah that doesn't sound good that some of these whistleblowers that uh, were going to before congress uh no 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 we can't have the obviously if they brought certain witnesses up the debunkers out there would probably have a field day tearing these people apart looking at their backgrounds and making a fool out of the whole thing and so and that's a good thing it's actually i mean in a way it's a bad thing that some of these whistleblowers have failed their background checks but in another way it's a good thing that the that they're looking into this because otherwise had they just brought them out and and maybe even had them uh uh testify publicly during a public hearing that would make this look this would that could bring this whole house down it could it, it could ruin this whole effort uh, so that's a good thing that they did this but anyway one of the uh, twitter user that i fought that i follow named skeptical believer uh he pointed out uh, this was during this about that during that interview with uh, on kirk j mungle's show where ross coltart was uh, being interviewed he pointed this out he says that anyone else catch hart's admission on uh, theories of everything that greer has has had people go to congress willing to bet this isn't unrelated yeah i'm willing to bet that too I'm, I'll, I'll bet uh, i'll bet you some money if, 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 i'm not gonna make i don't make bets but if i were right uh i would bet you that uh those people that these witnesses some of these witnesses were probably witnesses that were sent there by stephen greer that's just my opinion uh, I've, I've talked about this before. I know there's a lot of people who listen to my podcast who are fans of Greer and think that he's, you know... I mean, some things that Greer says to me, oh, uh, yeah, I agree with them. But a lot of the things he's been doing over the last few years, I completely disagree with. Disagree with. I don't approve of. I don't approve of his programs where he has people spend a, a boatload of money to, to, to hang out in the middle of nowhere, to, 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 to see UFOs. I'm not sure if I believe that. Uh, I, I, to me, it seems like a money grab. Uh, And and another thing that I have a problem with is his recent press conference that he had. (laughs) I mean, when he said uh, uh, that it was going to be indisputable evidence he was going to present, and he did not. He did not present any indisputable evidence during that uh, press conference. He he did not. not. There was nothing there that, I mean, we've seen things like that before. He didn't bring out any part of a craft or a part of an alien body or anything like that. He brought out a couple of witnesses and it was just people talking at a podium and so and some of the witnesses how do we know i mean what kind of people what kind of whistleblowers imagine the kind of whistleblowers that greer might be sending to congress i mean who knows what their backgrounds might be like i mean i i think the whistleblowers that we need to have are people that are right now involved in these programs not somebody that had an experience tw- 10 15 20 years ago right that that we can't have that see to me greer makes this makes hurts this effort he hurts the effort uh and that's just my opinion. Doesn't make me right, but that's my opinion. I he I think he started off on the right track. It was you know back in the '90s when he first came on the scene, right? Uh, I yeah he was oh yeah this guy's speaking truths here. There, there's something here, and and there's a cover up and all this other stuff. But then when you hear some of the other things that he says, you know, uh, for instance, the worst one I think is is when he's saying stuff like uh. Uh, that, that alien abductions are, are, are operations solely of the government and that extraterrestrials have nothing to do with it. That's, that's nonsense. Like, how does he know these things? And then the also, all, all other assertions too, is that, oh yeah, these, all these extraterrestrials here, they're, they're, they are here on noble purposes that they have, they're, they are here to help us. Like, how do you know that you, there's no way that you can know that. But again, I digress. Uh, that's just my feelings on Greer, and I'm just wondering if if the witnesses that they're talking about here were witnesses that he uh, were, was pushing toward Congress as whistleblowers. I, I'd like to know the answer to that, uh, but I, I would suspect that skeptical believers probably right. Again, that doesn't make him right, doesn't make me right. That's I would suspect that that's probably the case though. Uh, because if there's if the whistleblowers, that the kind that Grush was talking about, people who are actually working within the Pentagon, right? If they're failing, I mean, they wouldn't be working in the Pentagon right now uh, or working on secret programs right now, right? And, and ha- had they have uh, uh, funny background checks, failed background checks, they just wouldn't be going on. You know? So, yeah, uh, we'll see as time come, goes on what the story is behind this. But that's my opinion. Again, doesn't make me right. I guess we'll find out in the future. Uh, and there is going to be some other things coming down in the future. There's some other things that I have, uh, brewing that I'm getting ready to talk about here soon. And, uh, there's something that I, something that I heard about just recently. And, uh, I'm going to be running with the, I'm going to be talking about it in probably in the next podcast, probably tomorrow. And, uh, it's something I've never heard of before. And it's an eye opener anyway. Uh, until next time. (laughs)